Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Wow. Father, thanks for this opportunity tonight. Bless, heal, encourage, and guide us by your great power. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. You are outside, you have chairs, you can come up on stage. If you are there, you need to come very quickly. You are outside, you have a chair, you can come on stage. And I really appreciate if you come quickly because everybody's waiting for you to come in. If you don't have a chair, you can just stand outside. Tonight I'm talking about defenses and defending yourself against evil spirits and all other beings. There is not one type of being or entity. There are different types. We spoke about the flies, the animal type of spirits. We spoke about the um, Nina. We spoke about the um, the yeah the different types of animals. This one that swim, Leviathan, and the reptiles, the serpents, and the old dragon. The Bible it calls it, it was its color red. It said the red dragon. Yeah, Satan is a red color. Yeah. Red dragon. That old red dragon. Wow. And then we spoke about the fallen angels. These are the angels which have descended down to have something to do with men. All right. And then also the combined human angel entities. Because it looks like the human beings, um, the angels came down to interact with human beings. Now, if you, if you read the Bible, you'll, you'll see a number of angels who act when they came to F. <laughs> so it's like they could do certain physical things. I can give you a list of five different angels who came and ate on F. You see, but these ones came to have sex with human beings and so gave birth to a different format. Do you see? And 
this combination, the spirits of these combined giants could also be one of the entities that are in the system today. Apart from the fallen angels, the angel-human combinations. Yeah. And what other type do we speak about? Beds, blind beds, all, all kinds of things. But you see, the Bible mentions things. So when you don't have the full picture, then we have what we call a mystery. And there are a lot of mysteries in the Bible. And, and there's no problem. There's no problem. You cannot know everything about God. Why do you want to know everything? You know, God is a God who is far greater and higher. When somebody wants to know everything about you, it's, it's usually there's something wrong with the person. You know, want to know everything about everything. There's something wrong with that. You know? You allow the person to have some privacy. Alright? Now, Last week I was explaining to you that the best way, which is the way that most of the nations who have the means and the intelligence to do so, is to defend yourself and to actually prevent wars and protect yourself and give yourself peace, is to strengthen yourself. Right? And so you find that most of the nations have heavily armed themselves, strengthened themselves with various arms so that France, although it's a city a country with the city of Paris, very beautiful people go there for romantic experiences all the time pray that during your honeymoon you'll be able to go to Paris and you'll be able to stay in a hotel by a lake. And see the mountains. But Ghana girls may say they are feeling cold. They don't want to open the window. And that they are tired. And that they want to sleep. So instead of seeing the Paris that they've gone to for honeymoon, that's why some of you, God is not giving you Paris for your honeymoon. Because the Ganagalism is too much in you. But it's, it's not only Ghana girls, it's general girls. GGs. Ask your nearest sister, are you a GG? All right. Glory to God. So now, even though it's a beautiful place, it's one of the strongest nuclear powers in the world. Yeah. France. Italy, England. They are always preventing others from getting these nuclear weapons, but they are heavily and their submarines have these nuclear torpedoes, nuclear bombs. They can wipe out cities. And they've built up and added more. Yeah. Russia has more 
can fly. Burn cities one by one. Yeah. And because of that, everybody takes his time when talking with the other. It's like, wow. I know that you are very strong. You are very powerful. But those of us nations who don't have anything, even when our presidents go there, they just send a low-ranking soldier to meet him. The president doesn't meet him. The vice president doesn't meet him. The uh, 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 what's the name? Parliament, whatever. The third speaker of parliament. Nothing. Nowhere. Somewhere down the rank, a teacher or somebody will be sent to Oh, but if you like, you can check and see. Yeah. But when they come here, we close down our schools and make all the children come out of their classrooms with flags. It's a federal public holiday. They take over the airport. Shh, listen, others, you not hear my preaching. That's what some of you, when you marry, you see that when the news is on, you always be talking. So you cannot hear what is happening, what the news is. So listen when I'm preaching so that you can hear what I said. Okay? When you go home and the news is on, you can talk. Mm-hmm. What was I saying? Huh? Then they take over the whole airport. Close down the airport, take over the airport, then they bring their own car and put our president into their car. You, the visitor, bring your own car and then you drive around in our, in our town with your car. Wow. It's fantastic. There is no regard for us. We, we, you see, the airport we have here is smaller than. A minor airport there. It's, I mean, you cannot even even imagine it. The airport, uh, for instance, I was in Dallas one time. The airport will be about from where our airport is to Adenta. Yeah, that's the airport space. You take trains to go from terminal to terminal. From here to Adenta, that's the only the airport. From airport to Adenta will be the airport. One, and they have three in that city. And we have one small one which you still cannot cross from the aeroplane into the building. You still have to come down and walk around. I mean, it's it's fantastic. In Tina, there is not a certain type of respect. It's like... In, 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 in Cote d'Ivoire, when uh, President Gbagbo was fighting, and I think they, they hacked one of the French soldiers. They just took their helicopter and bombed. They had only two planes. And they just bombed the two planes. They couldn't fly again. That was it. The whole country had only two planes. Out. Bye-bye. Don't fly again. And it became a ground war. In Liberia. When the war was happening, the rebels were coming. There was no air force. You see, so the rebels came on the ground. There's no air force. That's why a good government must have an air force, an airborne force. Do you understand? But anyway, 
People defend, build up themselves so that they can defend. And so all the countries speak with great respect to each other. All these nations. Yeah. And you would even wonder why America has not gone to stop the Syrian war. Because the Russians say, please, don't come there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. It will be very bad. <laughs> then they go back. Look, they are, they are powerful. Me! Yeah. So arming yourself and making yourself strong makes enemies and negative people stay off. When armed robbers are going to certain houses, when they're going around, there are certain houses that a petty arm robber will not go to. When he sees the wall and he sees the nails at the top and the barbed wires and the electricity and the gates, then he hears, go, go. They say, oh, this is not a good place. Let's go to another place. We come to the wrong house. Because you have strengthened yourself in your house. But when he sees that it's just a milk bush, that when he puts here and he passes, and then here is your house. And you realize that you have not strengthened yourself. And he comes to the window and he takes out his screwdriver. Most arm robbers have a screwdriver in their pocket. They take out the, the screw. They have a way with, just with a screwdriver. So when you, when you arrest them, you think they are unarmed. But there's a screwdriver that he's using. And with the screwdriver, they can, your burglar proofing is a chicken coop, uh, what do you call it? You know the chicken coop squares. He just press here and press here and it's out. And he comes in and out. And it's in. So because you didn't strengthen yourself, this the kind of arm robber is now entering your house. Yeah. That's true. So again, Defending yourself or strengthening yourself is one of the keys to warding off these spirits. Now, I tell you, these spirits want you to do physical things and destroy you and me. They hate us with a passion. Yeah. When we were in Cote d'Ivoire, we saw manifestations of demons. Hey! see people moving like snakes, coughing, vomiting. And you see, one of the reasons why, you know, the demons come out, the, the demons, you see people coughing or, you know, vomiting, is because when spirits are coming out of you, they, they come out often through the mouth. I remember one time when Papa Hagen described when he died, went down into hell and his mother was walking up and down in the room praying for him. He went down and a voice, an arm of the thing held him to pull him through the gate into the fire, into the lake of fire forever. And a voice came, whoa! Leave him! And he he, he was released. And he came floating back up. And when he came up, he came up on his street. You know, it was a spirit. The spirit, he had died. It was the spirit that come out. Bible says the body without the spirit is dead. So he came up, out, onto the street and then entered his house. And when he entered his house, he was coming back to his body. He entered his room 
And he was up on the ceiling and he saw his body there. Mother was moving around praying. That's why it's important to pray. And then he came down to his body and entered his body through his mouth. And then he came alive again. Yeah, his heart has stopped. So it looks like spirits come out through the mouth. The Bible says, and when, this, when he saw Jesus, the spirit tear him and he fell to the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Bible said, Philip went down to Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And many gave heed unto the things which Philip spake, both seeing and hearing the miracles which he did. For many that were taken with the palsies were healed. Many that were lame were healed. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them. That's why people scream when they are being delivered. Screaming. From 2,000 years ago till today. The demons don't want to come out. Yeah. So, sometimes you don't even know how something gets into you because you, you, you don't have a day that you say, okay, come. And it comes in. No. But through certain things, then you see that before you realize there's a spirit in you and part of your life. And you are now battling with certain things. Yeah, so through certain things. Sex also opens the door. So you look at the two holes in the body, the mouth and the hole below, are the doors, the tunnels through which the demons come. <laughs> yes. Vagina means pouch. It's just a Latin word. It's a pouch. It's a cul de sac. Yeah. It's a pouch. Otherwise, you're not here. You're not hearing the message. You are listening to the news. You are not hearing the news. I always thank God for the time they invented the writing under the news. Because in my house, my wife is always talking, so I cannot hear the news. So I turn off the volume and I just read. So please listen to the preaching. Okay. Now, I'm going to give you a second master key which America is using today to defend themselves against Russia and against all possible threats. And it's also a key, and it's going to be short because I've been told I have to close early. So, it's also a key that is being used by Russia. Do you want to know that key? Yes. Yeah, that's why you've not heard anybody attacking Russia. <laughs> and it's a key that is being used by Israel. It's a key that is being used by Korea. It's a key that is being used by France. It's a key that is used by, being used by all the powerful nations. As far as I don't know whether we are using that. And it is the key of military intelligence. Intelligence collection. 
covert operations, counter terrorism. Intelligence assessment, which is the development of forecasts of behavior and recommended courses of action to the leadership of an organization based on a wide range of available information sources. Wow. Are you listening to me? Now, when nations have spies, I'm talking about spying today. Spies. You may be wondering, how can a Christian have a spy? Yeah, I'll tell you. The nations which have developed spying techniques are the more advanced nations. Now, perhaps to cut, because I've been told to cut down my preaching today, I'm just going to tell you of an interesting nation that is good at spying. Yeah. Do you want to know? Are you sure you want to know? All right. You want to hear? Yeah. And that nation is Israel. The Mossad. They are good at spying. Yeah. So through their spy network, they, they are very, very um, clever and have really been able to fight and win a lot of their wars because of what they know. Because they know so much about their enemies whom they cannot see not far away. And they, they, they invest heavily in the intelligence, which is called the Mossad. Actually, the Mossad is, is a simple word. It, it means the, the institute. It means the institute or institute for intelligence and special operations. All right? So intelligence collection, information, all right, so now, even though Israel is a very small nation, okay, they have, they have invested so much in intelligence, all right, and they have such spies everywhere. For instance, even in Ghana. You know, when um, Kwame Nkrumah was the president, there was a doctor who was working in the Volta region. He was a German doctor. He was one of the doctors who used to kill people and do uh, operations on people for experiments during the Second World War. Hitler. Yeah. And after the war, he ran away and he came to Ghana. Yeah. And he was working in the Volta region. Coolly and quietly. But Kwame Nkrumah would not allow him to be extradited or take him back to Germany. So in 1966, when he was overthrown, as soon as the coup happened, they just went for him. They, they, were, they, were, they, they were around. They just went for him and straight to Israel. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. They will trace you and trace you and trace you and join you. There was a lady called Shula the spy. She was part of everything in Lebanon. They never thought so. But one of their clever ones was a man called Eli, Kohen. He went to um, Syria and he joined them. I mean, he joined as an Arab and a Syrian. And he was even considered for the post of Minister of Defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was considered for the post of Minister of Defense. He was a personal and close friend of the uh, Syrian president. Very personal friend. That he was a Jewish spy. And it is through his intelligence, you see, he gave the details of everywhere. The sea, Syria is the Golan Heights. Have you heard of Golan Heights? Yeah, he gave, you don't have the Golan Heights? Golan Heights, then you are not, what cause is it? The general paper. What cause is it? It's a general social study. You didn't do social studies. Or you just, you had a poor. You didn't do just that. Okay, Golan Heights is the mountains. Just you cross the mountains, then you are in Syria. So it's like a barrier between Syria and whatever. And so Syria was on top of the mountains. So they look at Israel. When you are up in the Golan Heights, you can see Israel. I've stood on the Golan Heights before. When you stand there, you see Israel down. When you turn here, down is Syria. There's Damascus. So everybody wants to be owning the mountain. But when you are on the mountain, you can see and you can attack. And nobody can uh, come near. So Syria has been on top of this mountain all this time. So during the Sixth Day War, one of the places they went and invaded was this Golan Heights and took over. But it was through the help of this Eli Kohen. He was giving the details of where everything was on the Golan Heights. Where they should bomb here, here, here. And he even told, showed them a strategy that to protect the soldiers, they should plant trees at where they are. But not knowing that it was actually assigned to the Jews that where the tree is, is where the, 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 the Syrians are. Oh, I tell you, it was very internal. So when the war started, that, that was it. They just, I mean, they just quenched everything. Yeah. It was, it was like this. Pa, 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 pa. Six days, the war was Six days, a small country. They took all here, here. Five countries came to fight against them. Lebanon, Egypt, Syria, Jordan. Everybody came all invading. They, they beat here. They went, took over. They beat Egypt. They went up to Cairo. They beat Jordan. Everybody pushed everybody back and took over permanently. That's how the land of Israel is up to where it is today. Yeah. And it was through the help of these spies. Yeah. All the spies, even in Lebanon, they have an intricate mass of Lebanese uh, people that are working with them. So one day the Lebanese government went to try to find the arrested about 100 people. So you are all spies for Israel. <laughs> wow. Are you there? Yeah. He gave a complete plan of the Syrian defenses. 
to Israel. Complete list of all the weapons inventory that they had. He ordered planting of trees by every Syrian fortified position under the pretext of shading soldiers. But he was discovered by Soviet and Syrian intelligence. They found him and they tried him secretly and they hung him in public with a big uh, banner on him. They hanged him in the public in Damascus. Yeah. But he really helped them. (laughs) Are you listening? Yeah. Then, Egypt. They have a whole lot of things they were doing there. Mossad spies. A, a man, an Israeli, but he had a German passport. So it's like Germans who killed Israeli. He had a West German passport and entered, started businesses, bought race horses, race cars. He was, I mean, at highest level of Egyptian society. He composed a list of German rocket scientists working for the Egyptian government and sent some of them bombs. Yeah. And different things that they did. So when they had to invade Egypt, they knew everything about Egypt. The time that they go to work, the time that they change over, where all the planes are packed. Within three hours, they had bombed every plane. Alright, so that has made them strong. So they are famous for that. You know, if you remember during the Olympic Games, they came and they killed uh, the Jewish uh, Olympic the Olympic team, they went to Olympic Games and they were there. The Palestinians came there and surrounded the, the, the Israeli athletes in their house, in their place where they were camping and killed all of them. Yeah. They took them to the airport as they were trying to escape and then the Germans tried to shoot and then they just killed everybody. Yeah. So this Mossad, they came with a list of people were involved and they assassinated one by one, taking of time with two people. And that one, two, three, four, all wiped everybody out. Yeah. One time they were in Switzerland, five of them, they were trying to do something and they were arrested. Four of them escaped, but they tried one of them. They know. Argentina, there was one of the Top guys, he was in Argentina. They went there. They followed the man around the world. They got him in Argentina. Brought him. So anyway, I'm just trying to say that one of the main things, you see, is know your enemy and know yourself. And in a hundred battles, you will not be in danger. Yeah. Now, how does it affect you? How can you send spies? What it is, my friend, is that you need intelligence reports. From the dark world. Isn't it? So that you can know how to operate. Is it not true? Yes. You need, you need information. You need information. From the dark world. So that you can know how to maneuver. And how to save yourself. There's a bomb here. This is here. This is coming. This one is here. 
Alright? Now, when you receive information from about the dark world, you must operate by it. Otherwise, you are done for. Now, a lot of Christians have been receiving information from about the dark world and they don't do anything about it. And they continue to flow as though they've never had any information. And they have themselves to blame. In the Bible, you see, Elisha, Elisha was... Uh, the Syrians were attacking Israel. And one day the Syrian commander said, no, 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 somebody in their camp is telling them where we are. Every move we make, they are waiting for us. So which amongst you is, is our traitor? And they said, no, there is a prophet. And he is giving intelligence information. And it's, it's Elisha. So they came and surrounded Elisha because the whole battle depended on what Elisha was telling them. Now, we as Christians, right, we have got already some intelligence information about the dark world. But the information we are getting is a bit vague. How many will agree? But it is quite specific too. It's telling us what to do. Now, the best way to to use this information that we are getting is to trust it and to walk by it. What is the information that we are getting about our enemies and about what is happening in this world? The information we are getting is the information we are getting from the Bible and from the Word of God. The Word of God is telling us, is it not from the Bible that we found out that there are fallen angels, there are demon spirits, there are principalities, there are powers, there's this, there's this, there's that, therefore we should be strong in the Lord, and this and that. We have received so much information about, about, about that world. And what is happening is that if they've, if they've given you the intelligence and they told you, this is where the planes are, where I plant this tree, this is, what, this is where the soldiers are, you have to trust the information. So when Israel went to attack Egypt, they, they left at a particular time based on the information they got. At 8.30, everybody is in traffic coming to the airport, going home, coming to the airport. So they, they are changing over from those who are flying in the night to those who are going to fly in the day. This is the time to attack. So they flew out, they followed it, they trusted it. They trusted their spies. And then they moved. Now we don't trust many of the things that are said to us in the Bible. Yes. And that is why the Bible tells us that one of the topmost defenses is the shield of faith. It's like you have to walk not by sight what you are seeing, but you have to walk by faith. You have to, you have to walk by trusting information you have received. You have to trust what God tells you in His Word. Otherwise, you are done for. Oh yeah, you are going to just walk into disaster after disaster. And each time, each time, listen, you are young. So each time you don't walk by faith, it's going to set you, you see, when you see older people, everybody looks tired and a bit bizarre. It's because of one event after another of not walking by faith and meeting a bomb or meeting a grenade or meeting one sidiazo after another where they didn't trust God and they didn't obey God and they didn't accept God. And they didn't trust themselves to Him. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. What does it say? Second Corinthians chapter 5, 
Very important. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5. What does it say? Verse 7. For, what does it say? Circle it. If you didn't have it, shade it in your iPad. Circle it in your Bible. And this is one of the verses you must know. It's a must know scripture. We walk, or we walk by, by what we've been told that we believe, but we can't see. That's what it means. Listen, the more you operate by what you can't see, but you believe, the higher your life, you will be missing all the rockets and moving. It's like getting married. When you are getting married, you can, you, you see, you, there is no way for you to know at this level of chemicals in your blood at this age what is a woman and what is a man and what is marriage. It will only look good to you. Yeah. But when you see an old people say, oh, they are good, they are my soul. It's, it's nice. It's nice. But there is no method to feel it. That is why the Bible says, we walk, we walk by what we have heard. We have got information that there is, the soldiers are here, but we can't see them. So go there or avoid there. That's all. As soon as you start walking and living by faith, you start going higher, moving higher, stepping higher, stepping. What I'm doing now, I'm just walking by faith as I'm preaching. I stood outside, the, there's a lamp pole here. There's a lamp post just outside Sabah Hall here. I stood there in 19, um, it must have been 1980, 1988, 1988 or 1989, 1st January. And I said, I believe that I'm a pastor. I believe God has called me to be a pastor. like how you were appointed, I stood under the lamp and felt that God was telling me that I was a pastor. Yes. And I, I believed it. So from here, 1st January, I went to Kolebu and I had a small group in a classroom. And I told them, I, I, came, I came and I, I told Bishop Saki and Bishop Eddie, I told them, you know something? I believe that God wants me to be a pastor. And I'm going to be a pastor from, from now. By faith, though. Not, 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 not what I have seen. No, I've never, I've never preached even one message or written a book or done anything that shows that I'm a pastor. There's no evidence. There's nothing. I'm a lean, lanky medical student struggling with desires for my beloved. <laughs> Burning. I'm hearing from God and God is telling me that I am a pastor so those who walk by what they see, you see, we walk by faith, not by sight not by feeling not by what you see not by logic not by what makes sense but by what you believe whose report have you believed it's a song like that. Whose report have you believed? It's in the scripture. Whose report do you believe it? As soon as you step into that realm, as soon as you start believing things and living your life by what you believe, you start to just go to another level. That was the day that I 
Is it my job? My job today is, past, is being a pastor. My daily bread. My daily bread. My living is from preaching. So God was, God was giving me a higher job than working at Mamprobi Polyclinic. I was being given a higher job. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm just coming from a, 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 a Côte d'Ivoire. And I'm on my way to South Africa. Yes, I've been invited. People want to hear me preaching. Can you believe it? When I was standing under the light pool, and I, I believe it, I had to convince the people standing on my letter, right? I mean, this boy is a pastor. Then I went back to Kolebu. I went to the classroom, and it was a Tuesday evening. And maybe there were about 16 or 21 people there. Mostly nursing students in second year from house 12, house 13, house 14, house 10. Yes, they were all there. Just about 21 of them. And I told them, I, I said, uh, and I was walking by my faith. There's nobody to introduce me. So I came and I said, you know. <sighs> um, listen, I believe. That God has called me to be a pastor. They were all looking at me. It was, it was evening. I believe. And I said, I believe. And so, I believe God has called me to, to be a pastor. So from today, I'm a pastor. Wow. Then, I realized they didn't know the implication. So I said, so from today... I'm no more brother dad. I'm pastor dad. You can imagine how funny it felt. Introducing yourself. Because there's nobody to introduce you. You see how I introduced you? I said, oh, this is a pastor, this is a pastor, this is a pastor. It was nice for you. To whom much is given, much is expected. So I became a pastor. That way. Most of your upgoings will be by believing something, not by walking by sight. Walking by sight. Walking by what you see. Oh, there's money here. There's money at Tigo. I'm going to work at Tigo. There's money at Barclays Bank. I'm going to work at Barclays Bank. I'm going to London. I'm going to... Uh, uh, this, uh, God has, uh, it's going to be a wonderful thing. I'm going to... Hear it. That's walking by sight. But as soon as you change to walking by faith, where it's you because of God, because of God, because of God's word, you are doing something. You start to go up. You start to just change. Then one day I was a doctor, and anytime I got a chance, I used to pray. I was staying in my father's hotel in, a, in room 14. It had a blue carpet. I know there was a blue carpet, but I used to lie on that carpet to pray. I remember one afternoon I was just praying, 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 praying. And I, I just felt God was telling me, I, this scripture came to me. See, as for me, having much of like an angel who come and say, look, my son, here's a paper, this and that and so on. It's just read the Bible and then you believe it. You believe it. This is, what I've had. This is mostly what I've had. So I read the scripture which said, give thyself wholly to these things, that thy property may appear unto all. And suddenly, I felt in me that God was saying, give yourself completely to being a pastor. Because at that time, I was a pastor, but I was doing business. I was a doctor. 
I was doing business. I, the business I had, I had a tipper truck and I was a sand and stone contractor. Do you understand? Huh? You may never know limited. My, my company had a Spanish name. Yeah. I don't want to mention it because some people are listening. And when the Lord said that to me, I decided to sell my truck. Yeah, I decided to sell. My mother gave me money to buy the truck. She gave me money. She said, she, she, what, I'm, what I'm doing, what I'm, I said, well, you give me money, I know, I, want, I know what I'm doing. And I used it to buy a truck. I said, I'm doing business. Because the medicine I saw that it would, it would help me. <laughs> Yes. So that's how come I got into sand and stone. But when I heard the voice of the Lord telling me, give thyself wholly, I decided to sell my truck. I came to park it at airports. There, there was some, they were selling cars on the airport road before they expanded it. We have, you know, Ghana, they sell, we sell everywhere. So I went to park it there for sale. For sale. Yeah. I said, now I've given myself fully. And I called Bishop Saki. And I said, look, we are giving ourselves holy now. <laughs> we are giving ourselves holy. That time, my father was not well. And he had, he had gone to England for treatment. You know? And so whilst he was there, his office, he had an office called Agbado Chambers. And it was at, in a three-story building. One, two, three. <laughs> when it rains, it comes to the three floors. <laughs> right to the ground. But anyway, so I got a section of that office. And there was a big table with rotten wood. And the whole place was rotten. And outside the office were horses, horses stables. My father had horses and he was also a lawyer. So I decided to renovate that place. I bought one plywood, eight by four. Eight by four. <laughs> yes. And I put it on top of the table, I removed the top of the table, and I put it on, we cut it, and we nailed one, two, three, four, like that. And I said, there is no polish that can ever change this table the way what has happened to it already. And even my plywood is just something that will have it. So I decided to paint it with black paint so that you cannot see my big plywood table and then a chair. So I painted it and I painted the floor red. And the walls white. Yes. I repaired the door. So I, I did two rooms. When you open the door, here is the stables. Here are the two offices. And I said, this is my office. So the first day of full-time ministry, I came there. There was nothing in the room. Only the chair and the table. And then Bishop Saki also came. So we sat there. And I sat here. Here was my table. And here was Bishop Saki. And I thought of Ketvivar. I didn't say because of faith. I, I thought it was occurring to me that 
What is wrong with us? As we are Chambers, those of you who know Kolebu, when you come down the road, there's a crossroad. Agbado is called up, it's called Agbado. On the left, that is the office. And it occurred to me, but Kolebu is just here. You can go, then you come here. But the Lord said to me, give yourself wholly to this thing. Try, try, holy. Because I've been doing it half and half. I have so many problems with my track. And the Lord said, give yourself, that your profiting will appear. That, that people will see that it is working. Yeah. And I believed it. Gradually, 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 the ministry started working. We started calling people to come for meetings in that room. Then we started to have ministry meetings and there was no space there. So my father's tables, where he's had, he had a horse called Blondie. There was a horse called Blondie. We went for Blondie's table. We had another horse called Why Worry? And another horse called Miracle. And we went and we, renov- we painted the stable gray, color gray. And made benches. And that was also part of our office. So you see where horses used to be. You can see through. You see that we are inside. Yeah. Faith, oh, faith. We believe. We believe. We believe in God. We believe in God that, that, that it will work. That God is worth serving. It's worth serving. It's worth trusting. And immediately it lifted me into an, but not easily. When I said I was called to be a pastor, immediately, when I, that announcement that I made, you have no idea the fiery darts that were lifted up against me. Yeah. People started to criticize me. So, ah. One pastor gave a message, and the message was, um, you not in the kingdom. You not in the kingdom and don't eat bread in Bethel. That was the second message. One of the big churches in Accra. His message was, don't eat bread in Bethel. Don't eat bread in Bethel. What it is is that when the prophet went to Bethel, the Lord said to the prophet, don't eat bread there. When you finish prophesying, just come back home. But he ate bread there and when he was coming, the lion killed him. So, you were saying that don't go to certain churches to eat bread there. Because the, that prophet is not a correct prophet. So, don't eat bread in Bethel. So, all false churches, including us, you shouldn't eat bread where we are. And then, in specific to me, they said that, they, they gave a scripture that it is the little foxes that are spoiling the vine. So, little, little pastors and little, little fox pastors, foxy pastors, who are not really called, these foxy ones, they are spoiling the vineyard of God's house. Yes. And my assistant pastor believed it. And my, Dr. Vishosaki was not my assistant pastor, it was another person. And then, the singers believed it. And then, the other people there were all nurses talking, gossiping, all, all of them, NTC. My main congregation was from NTC. Is this what you call it today? NTC, Nurses Training College. Yeah. 
NMTC. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> One day I had a dream. In the dream, I was a boxer. Yeah, I was a boxer in the dream. I was wearing red shorts. And my opponent was wearing blue shorts. No, I mean, can you imagine having a dream where you are a boxer? When boxing is not even something I watch or I like. I find it foolish. But I was a boxer. And I fought powerfully in that boxing match. Round one, playing, and I was fighting. Round two, playing, and I was fighting. Round three, playing. And I fought and fought and fought. I had this dream when I was in room R104 Medical Students Hostel. Yeah, my room number was 104. When I got up, I was like, <laughs> Do you know who was the other boxer? My singer who sings before I preach. She, a lady. You are a lady, you are boxing me. You are boxing me. Because I say I'm a pastor. Because I say God has called me. You are boxing me. You see, don't expect it to be easy because you are walking by faith. Trust God. Don't trust. You see, look, when you are flying a plane, you will think you are on the ground. You cannot trust. You cannot trust your feelings if you are a pilot. You wouldn't want to be in a plane where the pilot is trusting what he feels. When we were landing, this last flight, when we were landing, as we were landing, you see, because of some, sometimes there's some turbulence at the mouth of the runway. There's some turbulence and there's crosswinds at the mouth of the runway when you are entering. You see, and you can feel you are on the ground, but we were, we were, we were not on the ground. The plane went, and I saw that we were not on the ground. Then the pilot Wrapped the engine to put us on the ground. Hey! You cannot think we are, you cannot use your feelings to know what to do. You are, you are done for. You have to trust what you are seeing. The report said that you are 200 meters from the ground. Trust it. Recently, Air France, A flight AF444. It was flying from Rio de Janeiro to Paris. AF444. And they took off from Rio. And they went into the sky. When they got to the middle of the ocean, in the deepest part of the ocean, they were over. High up, like, you know, they fly at uh, 35,000 feet. That is about three miles into the sky. When they got there, the, 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 what do you call it? You see, when you go, to, next time you are boarding your plane, tell me about next time you are boarding, make sure you check all these things out. You will see something like a small, like a fork sticking out from the front of the plane. That is what tells the pilot the speed and also the height. So you see them, on the, a lot of them sticking out. It tells them. But I think it, it was very cold and ice went on it. So they, it started to give a wrong reading. Yeah. So, in the middle of the air, the pilot now had to know what to do. And you see, the plane is kept up there 
Because it's heavy. It's heavy. So it's supposed to be on the ground. But a power who is pushing it up. So as soon as you draw the power just a little less than the equivalent of pushing it up, it will fall into the sea. And the pilot did not know what to do. And I think they they were just used to autopilot. And you can't tell. And he just pulled the thing. So a full plane full of people. AF44. I've taken that flight before. Because the reason why I know that flight because I came to fly on the same flight. AF444 to the same place when it had just crashed. Yes. And I said, I don't know why my secretary put me on this plane. the same flight number. So, just, you can't tell. Because you have to trust. Look at the feeling of the plane. Is it it fast or is it slow? This one is fast. It's slow. We are near the ground. Would you like a pilot who is following his feelings? And you see some of you brothers... You are like a pilot of your family. And you are following your feelings throughout. And you are expecting to prosper. We walk by faith, not by sight. Follow the word of God. When, when, when the God said, pray without ceasing, just believe it. You don't know why he said pray. Maybe there are some spirits moving around. He said, pray, just pray, just pray. And you are sleeping. <laughs> supposed to follow the thing and believe. Yeah. You're supposed to be, and you're supposed to start your work by faith, by working by faith in the word of God. Then as you grow, the spirit will now sometimes tell you things which are not in the word of God, which can't be in the word of God. Yeah. Especially about maybe getting married. Some of you, you just walk by sight. Come, the two of you, put your things down. Come. Come. Stand right here. If you, if you don't keep quiet, you'll not hear the news. If you don't keep quiet, you'll not hear the news. Stand right here. Now, stand right here. Wow. And you are a brother. You will not hear the news if you, if you shout. You cannot hear the news. You are a brother. And you are a fully walking by sight brother. Fully, fully, fully. How can, how, listen, but the Bible says that El, it says, for the just shall live by, it's, it's, it's like saying, 
the judge shall live by his faith is like saying the pilot shall live by his instruments. He shall trust his instruments. Or the, the army shall trust the intelligence report that they get. You have to trust it. You have to walk by it. And you receive an intelligence report saying there is a fair lady Oh, you cannot hear the news. And the spirit will, the spirit may, the spirit may warn you about the fair lady. He said that there's a fair, fair. Don't walk by color. And then you dear, you are. You are walking by feelings. When you have an erection this way, then you are also going straight. Going straight. Oh. You are walking by feelings. Sit down, otherwise you will not hear the news. So. Here is a, another lady, but when you see her, mm. wow, I like the color. Wow, she's got a long hair. I like the thing is fair. This is what you are looking at. Don't be surprised. Oh, come back, my dear. You look and you say, one brother said to me, As for me, there's only one thing. I said, What thing is it? I like big breasts. for you. But as you are going, you turn and look. So then, instead of following the spirit, you say, So, shh. you see, 
Whose report have you believed? You wait till one day you sit in a plane where the pilot is not following the things. Next time you go on your plane, you should tell her, please watch your instruments carefully. We need to get home. I need to get home. Watch that instrument carefully and follow it exactly. Watch that thing. Don't say we are on the ground when we are 200. Or you say that the ground is far when the ground is just here. Then you turn the plane, go down, boom, like that. Would you like to have such a pilot? So tonight, it's time for you to start checking your intelligence reports from the Bible. What it is telling you. If you see something that is written, start doing it. Do it. Trust it. Trust it. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Learn to believe. Tickle, do you understand? Trust. Learn. Learn to trust. That's why you see, trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Yeah. You have to believe things. Look, you will prosper, but God has made me be blessed in a certain way, not by medicine, by name, by family, by this, by this, but by trusting Him. It has rather taken me to things I'll never imagine I will see. Learn to trust God. Learn to trust. It's not only about full time ministry, or it's about even ministry, about everything. Learn to trust God. You see a brother holding khakis. Khakis. You see a brother holding khakis. And he comes to visit you. Maybe the king. And when you see the keys. And you look at the brother and say, Oh, this is the chosen one. Is very thick and tall with muscles, a lot of muscles, six pack. That's what you are after. You are looking for, shh, you not hear the news. You not hear the news. This is what you are looking for. Also, I like the way he talks. I mean, he speaks nicely. He's very caring. He's gentle. He calls me and says, Hi, baby. How are you, baby? I miss you, baby. Then after a while, he's quiet. Hello, are you there? So, I'm there. Hello, are you there? I'm there. I just called to say, I love you. Chicken brain, your chicken, your your mind is chicken, only chicken. Chicken stew is in your head. Look at how your heart is beating. Do you think when you marry, he will be giving such calls? So, I just called to say I love you. And he calls her, ah, look, I said I'm coming home. Is there food in the house?
have seen some of the worst mistakes by ladies at this age. This is the age where young girls make the most stupid and foolish mistakes. Oh yes. Some of the people that you see around who are older and are not married is because of the chicken brain. So, he put his hand, he put his hand inside his nose. I don't, I don't think I I don't want somebody like that. It's a bush. I don't like somebody like that. Put his hand inside his nose. Oh yeah? Just, you could have just told him, don't put your hand in your nose. That's all. I'm taller than him. He's too short. Okay. The tall guy is coming. You wait and see. You will not hear the news. You will not hear the news. Sit down. Yeah. The tall guy with a big palm for slapping is coming. He can slap. He can slap. Papa. You wait and see. You find the I said the guy, well, that other one was too short. It was shorter and his hands were shorter too. He couldn't slap me. That one, you didn't like it. Walk by faith. Trust God. When the Bible says, give, it shall come back to you. Good measure. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe that if you give, it will be given back to you. You have to believe it. Yeah. If you are going to walk by sight at this age, I'll tell you, look, now you don't have enough money. Tomorrow, you will not have enough money. And in the future, take it from me, you will not have enough money. Until you learn how God's part is his part, it's never compromised. 10% 10% is for the Lord. Offerings are for the Lord. If you don't learn it, you don't give tithes, but occasionally you just come, oh, here is something. You, you, you will never have a certain prosperity. The canker worm, the palmer worm, the caterpillar, the, the worm, the tape worms and thread worms and pin worms, they will all be part of your life. Because at an early age, you have learned how to not give. Sometimes you have it from your family. Your family doesn't give. Your mother doesn't give. Your father doesn't give money. And you too also you don't give money. You are just like your father. And just like your mother. So I want to encourage all of you. Trust in the Lord. Walk by faith. Eh? Your life will be different. When your pastor speaks. Bible says, Hebrews 13, 17. Obey them that have the rule over you. For they watch for your souls. Learn to obey a person. Well, who is this person? What does he know about? What does he know about this? What does he know about that? What does he know about that? Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. Keep your life. Keep your life. Keep your life. Keep yourself away. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. So don't come. Okay? You got a lot of pastors here. You never ask anybody anything. You just run your own life. One Bible says, obey them that have the rule over you. No, no pastor in the church. We have about 15 pastors or more pastors now. No pastor knows you. Nobody knows you. You are an independent electron just moving all over the system. Free radical. 
trust. I feel like having sex. I feel like having sex. I feel like it. Walk by faith, not by feelings. Try. And your life is going to be at this higher level. And that's what happened to Israel. They walked by intelligence. Yeah. So although everybody was going to attack them, they attacked first. Destroyed them within six days. Yes. It's like Ghana expanded and added Nigeria, Cote d'Ivoire, and Burkina in one in six days. That is how the war was. And even like Ghana, we heard that Burkina has come to attack us, Cote d'Ivoire has come to attack us, Togo, Benin, and Nigeria are coming to us all together. Then we have so much information. We attack, we strike Togo, we finish this, we strike Lagos, we finish with Kaduna, we finish with their air force, we come, we deal with Abidjan, whatever, and then Wagadugu, and then we take over, advance into Wagadugu, advance here, advance through Benin, Kotonou, Lome, and we are in Lagos. And then the president of Nigeria bow said, I'm sorry for what happened. He said, don't do that again, okay? We are going back to our country. Then we reverse back to our country. But they keep up to Togo. That's what they did. They kept, they kept Golan Heights. They kept here. They kept, they kept small everywhere. <laughs> Intelligence. They believe the reports. So they credit a lot. When you go to Israel, there is a special monument. It is in the form of a jigsaw maze. And on it are the names of all their spies. Yeah. And they said they struggled between honoring the spies who have made them know what they needed to know and at the same time, exposing them and their families. So in a way, they've managed to honor them because it is that information that they've used and trusted that has made them so superior. Yeah. I'm not here because I'm a medical doctor. I'm here because of God. God's word. God's word. I've trusted it. I believe. I believe I'm a pastor. No one has ever confirmed that I'm a pastor or not. No one has confirmed it. I'm still believing that I'm a pastor. No one has confirmed I'm an evangelist. I don't know. Sometimes when people ask, what are you? I say, oh, I'm, I'm working for God. Yeah. And I'm trusting the Lord. When I got married, I believed. I believed that God wanted me to marry. I just believed it. I said, let's marry. I had not even one minute of counseling. No one advised me, marry now, it's good. It's, it's, I believe God. I had a dream. Marry, just marry. Save yourself. Save yourself. Marry. And I was on fire. I said, Lord, save me. I, I was in. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And he shall direct, and he shall direct Put your hand on your heart and ask God to help you to walk by faith from today. Help to trust his word and you defend yourself. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to say, Pastor, somebody invited me to this church, but deep down in my heart, I have not trusted God, and I'm not really a Christian. But today I want my sins to be washed away. I want to be a real Christian, and I want my sins to be washed away. And I want to become a child of God. If you are here like that, 
I want to pray with you specially before we go out. We are just about to go out in five minutes. But before that, if you want to, me to pray with you, want to give your life to God today, specially, I want to pray with you. If you are here like that, lift your right hand up high, wherever you are standing, and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God today. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up high so I can see. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I see all your hands. Pastor, I know deep down in my if something happens to me today, I don't know whether I'll go to heaven or hell. Please pray with me. Lift it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you've lifted your hand, come to me in the front. And I'm going to pray with you. Come. 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 Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And be not God bless you, brother. Stand right here. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Say this prayer for me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. No, no. Say it after me. Close your eyes and pray. Close your eyes. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Please forgive me for my sins. Today. Today. I give my life to God. I give my life to Jesus Christ. Oh God. Oh God. Please write my name in the book of life. From tonight, from tonight, I'm born again and I'm a child of God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.